1: All right, Schrager, uh, Peter Schrager joins us now. He's in Chicago. I don't know why he's following the Packers around. Uh, They are just a disaster without their quarterback. But that's where he is for the Packers and the Bears, which, hey, normally sounds great this year. eh, Not so great. But, you know, hey, you never know. You never know. So what's going on?
0: That's a, that's a heck of a promo for our game. It's not today. a
1: great game, i got to be honest. It's not a great game. I mean, quarterbacks, why you protect these quarterbacks, because if Aaron Rodgers is there, it's a whole different deal. And now the Lions have a pretty soft schedule at 4-4. Four and four. The Vikings, I don't know if they win in Washington, but they're 6-2. and two, And Green Bay has got to struggle.
0: You know, it's an interesting division, and I just got done meeting with the Bears. They're 3-5 in the bottom. And they believe that this is if there's going to be a year that's a surprise run and a team in the NFC North, why not them? They've got their quarterback and their offense going. But you, you said it best about Green Bay. They're coming now off two straight losses, and there really is no reason to watch them uh, from an offensive standpoint. You used to think, okay, Rodgers can make this happen. Hundley has shown us next to nothing, and to me that's the most intriguing part here. Do you let him throw more than three or four yards? Do you let him at least try to throw downfield? Or is it just not in his repertoire? The it's Bears not in today, his
1: repertoire, but the problem is you have a, you're have you going from greatness to poor play. Not, it, the gap is so wide, and the, the level of play at the position is so dramatically decreased that it's just, it's just hard for the team.
0: Bears today were a very confident group. I'm sure that. they are. They, they are a very confident group at home against a quarterback who has shown next to nothing on the national stage. No,
1: and the Bears have competed all year. I mean, even in the games they've lost, they've competed this year. They've played hard. They've run the ball. They've, you know, had some tough losses. They've had some good wins. I mean, they've been very few games. Uh, there was one game, they were out of it. They had a, they got blown out. might have been week two or three. Other than that, they've been in every game this year.
0: Yeah, and their, their young quarterback is getting better now. You're going to look at his stat line and say, oh, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he doesn't throw the ball very high.
1: much, that's for sure.
0: They haven't done it. They haven't yeah. thrown the ball, but yeah. they feel like it's after the bye week they can get him going. You know, I'd be curious. Everyone talks about McVeigh and McDermott and even Peterson, but talk about the NFC North. I, I said my halftime coach of the year is Mike Zimmer for what that team has done. Uh, the Vikings, no one talks about them, but they're 6-2. and two. They're on their third quarterback. Dalvin Cook, who we both love, down with the injury. Everyone thought that was the season. Stephon Diggs is in this I, I think the Vikings are a real treat in the league right now in a, in a season that's just been marred by injuries.
1: Yeah, it has been. And now Sherman last night, uh, they add another guy to the list, uh, just another name uh, to the list, uh, and you know, now no Elliott Sunday as the, uh, as the Falcons. Who do you like there, Cowboys or Falcons?
0: I got to think that the Cowboys have the advantage, even in Atlanta, even without Ezekiel Elliott. I feel like two teams going in different directions i think the cowboys to me that drop off it might be steep on on paper and in practice but i also think the running back position you can find guys to fill in with that offensive line
1: i think you're gonna see uh i think you're gonna see prescott run a lot more uh, in this game in this particular game i think that it'll be interesting to see uh this is it for atlanta this is it this is the last this dance is this is it this is the last go round. Um, I'm done with them if they lose this one. Uh, that's it. I mean, they they get one more chance, and they've blown so many games in the last seconds, and they've made so many bad plays and drops and, and and you know botched plays and popped up balls that get intercepted and everything else. So this is it. They got to show up this week, or or they're done. I mean, that's it. And that would be a waste of a lot of talent this year. It really was. Well, that's
0: the thing. They brought back, I believe, nine of eleven starters on offense, and basically the entire defense minus Don Terry Poe. And they added talent on both sides of the ball. And it's such a shame that, you know, you have these players, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan and, and Gabriel, and all these guys overcame last year the stigma of being losers. You know, Matt Ryan had a, had a reputation and never been able to win the big one. He goes and he takes him to the Super Bowl, and I feel like we're back at square one with these guys. And it's been a complete step backwards. Because, yeah, Sark is there and Shanahan's not. But the Falcons players, I mean, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan are still Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. You should be able to beat the Bills at home. Be able to beat you know some of these teams that they're losing to, and last week Julio drops that pass in the end zone, so uncharacteristic yes. against the Panthers. That's symbolic of their whole season.
1: And it has been. I mean, they've had the same game every week that they've lost. They've been in the other team's territory, well, late with a win. chance. Yes, they're yeah. up.
0: Yeah. They're up ten nothing last week, and they lose that game. Every week yeah. they win, and then
1: they lose. Yeah, they were up ten. In the week four against the Dolphins, they were up seventeen nothing. I mean, it's just crazy. Some of these games they've lost It's really head scratching. It's been a very, a very tough year after and maybe it was more of a hangover and and clearly the change of coordinator has uh, made a big difference uh, much more than anybody would have noted you know last week and this isn't you because your uh, upsets have been good you like denver they got destroyed yes. uh i i would think offense aside i would think this is a week i would expect denver at home to come up with a very big effort. They can rush the quarterback. They can play defense. New England does, does have problems. they got a couple injuries at wide receiver. I would think that, I don't know if they can score enough, but I would be, think their defense would really show up in prime time against the Pats here just to be prideful after last week because things have to be very tense in, in Denver right now.
0: I'm not a huge stat in numbers guy, but Brady is 3-7. and seven. In games in Denver. Yes. In his career, always right? had and trouble that, there. And he has trouble against teams tried. that can
1: rush him, and this team can rush him.
0: That said, this Broncos offense is as anemic as it gets. And I know Vance Joseph is a defensive coordinator, and I know, you know, Mike McCoy is the offense. Uh, uh, there's no excuse. And I wonder if you go back to the August and you go back to July, if they wish they maybe started Taxon Lynch from the start or if they did something else because. For this to be the second year post-Manning and, and to have Osweiler at quarterback and Lynch still be not ready and Simeon on the bench, it's a disaster. It's a waste of really good defensive talent. I feel like it's a waste of really good defensive talent. And the Eagles, you know, it's at some point that, that defense can't do it all, and the Eagles put 51 on them last week, which is just an embarrassment for Von Miller. And Very embarrassing.
1: And a lot of ah. pressure they're under, no question.
0: I don't see it. I don't see it getting much better. I don't see any way, even in Denver, that the Patriots forget to show up after the bye. Oh, and I think Patriots win. win.
1: I just think it might be close in that they might show up defensively. I don't have any faith in their offense. Let me get this in before we continue, and that is that. Uh, here's your chance to win the tickets for the Tiller Center for the 4 o'clock hour. We'll have one more in the 5 o'clock hour, and then we'll give you the upgrade for the VIP that gets you onto the stage with me on Wednesday night for your chance to win $10,000 or the Giant Eagle tickets or the Yankee Opening Day tickets or one of the other prizes. So right now, 5th caller 866-540-9326. One more time at 5 o'clock we'll give away the last tickets to the sold-out event, which is Wednesday night. You can listen to it without commercial interruption on the fan at 7.30. We'll Primetime Time Show at the Tiller Center coming your way on uh, f- on Wednesday night. It's brought to you by Ocean Financial uh, Credit Union, the Catholic Credit Union on Long Island, and the fan. One more set of tickets after this, then we'll pull the VIP, and then we'll have set the contest up for next Wednesday night. The five contestants will join me on the stage for the big event at the Tiller Center uh, come Wednesday night. Uh, we're talking with Peter Schrager, who's uh, with Fox and in... Chicago for Green Bay and Chicago. Um, You know, we talked about, Elliot, you mentioned Minnesota. The Saints go to Buffalo. In a couple of weeks, they're going to play Atlanta two weeks out of three. They've won six in a row. Uh, It's interesting to see if they're going to join the real contenders in the NFC. Yeah,
0: and I think it's a good text. They've won six in a row, but... You look at some of the guys, they beat a a Tampa team that shouldn't have even gotten on a plane. They beat Trubisky, a rookie, at home, and they won a weird one against the Lions. I'm not trying to take away anything from a team that's won six in a row. Sean's done an incredible job with them. But now you're going into Buffalo. They're 4-0 in Buffalo. This is the test to me. This is the test of what is this Saints team? Can it travel? Is this defense that's ranked third in the league, can they go on the road and win one in inclement weather? Because that's what January football is. And there's been a knock on Drew Brees, if there's been any knock on him, there's not many. Under
1: 45 degrees. That's not the great number. in cold yeah. weather. Ben, under it. 45, that's the number. He has trouble under 45 degrees. That's been the number, yes.
0: So this is a good test for them. I don't think the Bills are world beaters, as everyone thought they were going into that Jets game. I thought they were a little bit of a of a team that had a more inflated record than as good as they were. But good test for both teams. What are you? And, and I think it's a good test for, for each team. And I... I actually think New Orleans does travel fairly well this one because
1: that defense is legit. And they run the ball better than they have in the past, too. You know, they've become a little bit more of a running team here. Breeze isn't looking to light it up like he used to. He's more, he's more content to just win the games. Now, the Bear game a couple of weeks ago, Bear stayed in the game because Ingram twice in a row when they were running out the game, near the goal line, fumbled the ball. I mean, two, I second time, Peyton looked like he was going to strangle him on the field. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean tw- two times in a row he fumbled the ball. You
0: know, it's funny, this rookie uh, running back class, everyone's talking about McCaffrey and Fournette. This Kamara, number 41, if you haven't seen the Saints yet, it, I, I don't want to do hyperbole here, but someone said it in an NFL uh, meeting room with me and said, he reminds me a little bit of Marshall Falk when he first came that's in. That's a heck of he a compliment. He catches everything, yeah. and that's the ultimate compliment. He catches everything out of the backfield. He can run the ball. So he's not Marshall Falk. No one is. No. But but this is a guy who does it all. It's kind of a Swiss Army knife, and that's why they were so – ready and so willing to give Adrian Peterson to the Cardinals oh, for nothing please, yeah. because Kamara is a fantastic back with Ingram, who's kind of that I host. was
1: surprised he lasted two weeks in New Orleans. I really was. That I is. mean, I, that never made any sense to me. Ne- absolutely never made even a, an iota of sense to me uh, what happened. Seattle loses Sherman last night. Uh, now... Not as big a loss as some might think. There's other guys in that defense more valuable, but still hurts. There's no question. Absolutely, yeah. Hurts. And I think
0: I think you nail it. I mean, people don't know how good Bobby Wagner is. They don't know how good KJ Wright is. and They don't know how good Earl
1: Thomas. Earl is. Thomas is an all-time great. That's he's the guy. They're not the same team when he doesn't play, and they saw that last year. But still, you'd rather have Sherman because he's a good cover guy.
0: Yeah, and he came in injured with an Achilles. He's on the injury list, so it didn't happen in some some freak accident. This is something he was playing with. Um, but that team has been bit by the injury bug all season. They have been just riddled on their roster on defense. And guess what? That quarterback, I was not a Russell Wilson fan. He's play, he's, he he plays
1: really well. He, does, he's he's, he, plays, he plays better. He, you know what he's He's very good in the game. He's he's not always pretty. Sometimes he looks terrible, but he makes plays. He is a playmaker. That's what he is. He is a really good line playmaker.
0: I feel like he and Dak are kind of in the same conversation right now in that You lose Sherman on one end and then you lose Ezekiel Elliott. Like this is the year for both of these guys to take the team on their shoulders and say, you know what? It's not about anyone else. I'm the quarterback. It's me. And without Marshawn Lynch in the backfield for two years, Russell Wilson put up great numbers. But last night, he won that game single-handedly. That play, the pirouette, and then he throws it off his back foot. I mean, Collinsworth is on air saying, just stop it. It was an incredible play that most of New York did not see because they were asleep. Um, but Russell Wilson will carry this team to the playoffs. He's that good. And I don't think any one player other than him is going to stop the Seahawks from being relevant.
1: You know, I don't think they'll win anything, but they probably will make the playoffs. I think, you know, maybe they both do out of that division. The, someone decent's going to get left out of the NFC playoffs this year. There's no question. Uh, somebody with a decent record is going to get left out of the a- NFC playoffs.
0: You know, it's interesting. I'm, I've, been, I've been pretty much positive all along on the Eagles. But I look at their schedule. they got the Cowboys twice still. They have, I believe, at Seattle, and they've also got the Rams. The Eagles, they don't have an easy road the final, final eight weeks, and the Vikings don't have an easy road the final eight weeks. The one team that I circled that has an easy road, that is four and 4-4, four, and I'm going to get killed for because I've always been a pro Stafford guy, if the Lions can get something going, they play next to nobody the rest of the way, that could be your surprise team in the second half.
1: You know, are you telling me you think the Eagles won't make the playoffs? No, you're not saying not that. I'm not saying they won't the, only in the
0: yeah. playoffs. I just think that they've got, they're going to be tested these next few weeks. This is not a cakewalk to home field advantage in the one seed. No,
1: I don't think they're unbeatable. They're on a roll right now. I mean, I think everything is has gotten good, but that quarterback has gotten exceedingly confident in what he's do, what he does now. He looks very confident when quarterbacks get that swagger. You have to like you know what you see. They do have Chicago at home. They do have uh, a couple of games. You know, they do have the Giants. Um, they got a couple of games that'll be games that'll be fairly soft touches for them. You got to figure they got 11 in the bank. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to get home field, though. That's true. They got the Rams on the road, and they got Seattle on the road, which will be interesting games, of course. And then, of course, the game in Dallas in two weeks.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I look at the numbers. Wentz, it, there's only been two NFL MVP quarterbacks in their second season of their career, Marino and Kurt Warner, which is kind of a different kind of deal. But Wentz, I, I don't think you can make an argument for anybody. else. You could try. And you right, now he's saying, the, right now, he's, he's the quarterback. The yeah. He's the guy. And I think if he just finishes the season and has the same kind of moxie and charisma and leadership he's had, uh, this could be an MVP of the season in the second season, which is just an incredible story when you look at Cleveland and San Francisco and even the Giants with... Well, you know, we've got this, this long-term plan, and here's how we're going to do it. In one year, they traded up and got Carson Wentz, and here are the Eagles, the powers of the NFC.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, the, they need home field. They really do. This is WFN in New York at 5 o'clock. We're going past a little bit with uh, Peter Schrager. They need home field uh, if they want to go to the Super Bowl. I don't see them taking a trip on the road the first time and and winning it although it depends where they go because this might be a different year a little bit in the in the NFC where you know it's not going to be Green Bay it probably won't be Seattle uh you know it it's it might be a different place than than we're used to it might not even be atlanta which we thought it would be so it might be a little different place this year in the nfc or it might be philly and if it's philly they'd be tough in their building and i think sure they'd would. be very tough in their building in january i do i do think that
0: they sure would and they they just beat the snot out of the the broncos at home and i've got a lot of people who were at that game, and they all say the same thing. It was it was a runaway train, and that place was alive for the first time, maybe since the McNabb years. This place was just rocking. They had it going, and you know when when that when when you feel it with the December air and the January air and those cold weather cities, and you're talking about the Green Bay's and all that. Philadelphia has that too. You know that.
1: So now get ready for uh get ready for an interview in the, uh, on your morning show next week with David Boyce you know bring him in he's an interesting guy you uh, know you'll be talking you, go. Go. you know that do your homework with him he's a heck of a lawyer because and now I want go. to say all right, 60 you, you want to flip a coin Jerry sues, doesn't sue
0: Stop. I'm not playing in this at all. I don't you even know, know where we're at. I'm you know, where, you know what?
1: It, this is a big one, though. This is a. I know that I'm not, I'm not dragging in, I, I yet, hit but my toe
0: a lot. I'm this, not sitting my toe. This is a. This,
1: this is a big one. This is. You know what? He's playing Al. Da- he's playing the Al Davis role to the fullest. This is a very. I don't want you to get involved, but this is a. Just watch. This is a very interesting one because if he takes the Al Davis role to the fullest, this is going to be a heck of a time for the N- NFL. Really. What do
0: you think? What do you think? It's over. Is it over? Oh no, this. Is oh, yeah. over.
1: This is over. This is an abundance of things, but the biggest thing this is over is the second meeting. Jerry gets ornery when his business goes down. His business is down. You got guys telling the commissioner their, their businesses are down 15%, 20%. Not just Papa John, who should have been quiet because his earnings went down, but you have guys who are vendors with the NFL telling them their businesses are down markedly, That that their jerseys are down, that their sales are down. And Jerry wanted a resolution at that second meeting with the players. When it didn't happen, he went ballistic, and he wanted to hold up Goodell's contract so he took it out at the compensation group of six of which two of them as you know are his. Are Goodell's biggest supporters Mara and Rooney. They are his biggest supporters and Blank chairs that committee so he went after Blank and he threatened to sue the committee and I still don't think he'll sue but if he does you have really a not since the days of Al Davis against Roselle do you have as wild a time going in the league when you have an owner suing the league you really have a crazy thing going on, and and Jerry swears he's going to do it. I don't think he will, but he's so screaming his head off right now about doing it. So it'll be interesting to watch. But you worry about the Bears and the uh, Packers <laughs> this week,
0: Mike? Can I say something? Yes. Zingus is young. The Yankees are young. We need you, Mike. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave that. The Giants have a new quarterback. Let's think this thing over again. I love <laughs> this and I need Thanks.
1: you. Thanks. Thanks. We'll see you later. Uh, enjoy All your right. Packers and your Bears this week. <laughs> Peter Schrager, back after this.